It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Fresh and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome to the Backroom Morning Show, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network and the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt. I'm the station manager for LTN Radio. I'm a third-generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. Also, I was in the Gus Macker three-on-three basketball tournament when I was 14, and we came in last place. And I'm Mo, the shorter yet louder and some might even say smarter counterpart of the back row. I'm a wife, mom, super fan of all things friends, and I prefer to clean my ears out with a bobby pin and not a Q-tip. <laughs> Setting my headphones down and I'm leaving. <laughs> I have never been more offended by anything you've ever said. <laughs> the chat is offended as well. That is what I was hoping for. I was hoping for that reaction. Uh, as always, when we are recording our Tuesday shows, we do that live on Twitch, uh, usually on Friday night or early Saturday morning, so you're not hearing it live on the radio show, but you are watching it live on Twitch if you've joined us. So get on over to twitch.tv slash LTN on air and follow us so you'll be notified when we go live and you can be a part of the chat. We interact with chat most of the night, most of the well, night, as we're recording it, most of the show, we interact with them. So mm-hmm. if you'd like to be one of those lucky few, join on in. Mm-hmm. Today on the show, over-spiritualizing yeah, yeah, yeah. self-deprecation. Doesn't sound very exciting. Those are a lot It'll of, be a good one. A lot of big words over there. <laughs> uh, we've also got a junk food Tuesday, got junk food Tuesday. Why do I always want to say a junk we food? we got a junk food Tuesday. We've also got junk food Tuesday, a taste test, an ask us anything, five random facts, and more. But first... Today is Tuesday, April 13th, 2021. we got some holidays to celebrate. That's right. Today is Make Lunch Count Day. Mm. You really got to make it count. Not entirely sure what, what I think it means. just means eat, eat healthy. Eat a healthy lunch. Make it count. I skip lunch every day. Uh, we've also got National Peach Cobbler Day. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I love peach cobbler. I don't like peaches, and I'm not a cobbler fan. You're crazy. Unless they're making me some good shoes. You done lost your <laughs> mind. That is one of, of Adam Sandler's yes. better movies. Such a good movie. Oh, yeah. Weird. Brilliant. But great. Yeah. Yeah. The Cobbler. If it was National The Cobbler Day, I'd be all over it. Sure. Great movie. Go watch it right now. Stop. Yeah, if you, if you Stop haven't listening seen it. Just go watch it. And I'm sitting here trying to remember, I don't feel like there's anything overly... Offensive no, it in was, any it's not way. like a typical Sandler movie where yeah. it's it's raunchy and and yeah. gross. Like it's it was more of a dramedy. It leans more towards like click. Even further than that, I would say, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like even it, further it into the drama. As much of as that. as much as it's silly, it's it's taking itself really seriously as well. Yeah. 
And so much so that you pretty much buy it almost until the very end. Oh, it's so Then the very end's really weird. So but, good. But uh, no, it's a really good movie. So uh, good. Yeah, Oriole uh, agrees with me. Peach Cobbler is not good. <gasps> <laughs> Y'all are crazy. Mm. Mm-mm. Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to give you a little bit of a life hack. Ready? The best way to make any cobbler of any kind is to take the Pillsbury uh refrigerated sugar cookie dough. You know how you get like the little tube? Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. And you just crumble it right on top of your fruit. Bake it in the oven for as long as you would cook those sugar cookies. Question. Mhm. Does that Stop the fruit from being slimy, uh, disgustingness. Okay, so I... (laughs) Answer's no, right? Uh, Hold on. My cobbler (laughs) is literally a two-ingredient cobbler. Mm. Can of fruit. But that comes in the the goop, doesn't it? But it's not slimy. It's more like jelly, not slimy. That's not what I want around my fruit. Okay. (laughs) Can of fruit, Pillsbury sugar cookie dough. That's it. Okay. I know I can... a lot of people who will also put butter like on top yeah. before it bakes. To me, that makes it, I like my cobbler a little more crumbly mm. and the butter makes it a little more oily. Mm. Okay. But doesn't it give it like that salty, sweet The sugar dynamic? cookie dough is already like that. That's true. Sugar cookies are like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. I'm not going to eat it. But, I know you're not. Uh, <laughs> Somebody might, though. <laughs> but I'm sure someone appreciates that. Appreciates that. Someone appreciates that. Okay. Hey, it's also National Scrabble Day. Yes. That's the game, y'all. I love me some Scrabble. I'm one of those jerks that knows all the secret words that nobody uses in real life, but can get you a ton of points. And the whole crowd went silent because no one likes Scrabble. Love it. I even play it. Even you even play words with friends on your phone. So I do play words with friends. I do play. Did you know? This is a newfound thing for me that I was completely unaware of. Game solitaire. (laughs) (laughs) Game pigeon on our phones. I don't know if Android has it, but Apple has Game Pigeon that you sounds like a blast. (laughs) No, no. Listen, it comes with like. 15 different games or something that you can play with your contacts. And oh, so yeah, 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 I know about that. Android does not have it. There's like three separate word games hmm. that I dominate. It's the only thing that I can beat Chris at. I have learned <laughs> how to play Moncala through that though. Moncala. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the only, like I still can't really beat him. I think I beat him once, hmm. but I have learned how to play it. Just not well. <laughs> but it's knowledge. It's mm-hmm. knowledge that I have now. Yeah. Uh yeah, that's all right. I've seen I've seen uh like my my nephew and and my father-in-law playing chess on it. Yeah. Back and forth in, mm-hmm. in their Apple text. See, my issue with Scrabble though is that I think it's only as fun as the person you're playing with or the people you're playing with. If the people you're playing with only use words like axe and I can't think of any other two-letter words. It doesn't go anywhere. It's stupid. You can't do anything. You have to have the people you're playing against actively playing as well. Your son is saying that you suck at the one that's basically Scrabble. 
Let's, <laughs> when was the last time I played played you there, son? Your father and I play every night before we go to bed. <laughs> you, on the other hand. <laughs> he never goes to bed. He's a teenager. I'm going to listen. Listen here. Oriole, I need you looking out for me. Okay. If you got to silence him or do whatever it is that you do, do it. <laughs> the Twitch Please. chat. Please. <laughs> you have his mother's permission. <laughs> Don't do it, Oriole. Don't do it. You can get a lot of good content out of interacting with, uh, with Topher. <laughs> hey, we're going to play. Uh, well, I'm not going to play. We're going to do not the end in here. I got two headlines and uh, just, just get ready because these are not the onion. These are real. Scientists have discovered x-rays coming from Uranus. My doctor could have told you about that. <laughs> they make a cream for that now. Uranus is emitting x-rays and scientists want to take a closer look. That's the mysterious conclusion of a new study which analyzed two visuals of the planet and discovered X-ray activity for the first time ever. Astronomers looked at snapshots of the planet taken by NASA's Chandra Observatory in 2002 and 2017, noticing a clear detection of X-rays in the first observation and a possible flare in the second. The most likely cause for most of those X-rays is the sun. It's already known that both Jupiter and Saturn scatter X-ray light given off by the sun. And the research suggests Uranus does the same. But not all of the activity can be explained, and NASA has called for scientists to look in more detail. I mean, one possibility is that the rings of Uranus are producing x-rays themselves, which uh, is the case for Saturn's rings. Okay, this is why I could never be a second grade teacher, because second grade is when you start to learn about planets, and I could not properly and with a serious look on my face... Say repeatedly, Uranus. <laughs> That's when you say Uranus. No, because then people are like, really, well, really. Like, well, then it's just pee. <laughs> yeah, <Uranus>. exactly. <laughs> there was a there was a band uh, when I was in high school here. There was a band called Urine Luck. That was their band name, Urine Luck. <laughs> anyway, if you thought that was a good headline, get ready for this one. It's disgusting. Limpopo pastor farts on congregation to heal them with God's power. Oh my word. Self-styled pastor Christ Penelope, which just a fantastic name, who founded Sevenfold Holy Spirit Ministries, reportedly farts on his congregants as a healing process that cures all spiritual and physical problems. The pastor from Limpopo gained viral attention after a photo of him sitting on a congregant's face. Allegedly farting made the rounds on social media. However, the pastor has defended himself, saying that it is a demonstration of God's power after he was accused of hiding behind religion to perpetrate his disgraceful actions. Can you imagine just starting a whole church just so you could fart directly on people? In an interview with Drum, Penelope said his unorthodox and stinky healing ritual is a demonstration of God's power. He claims that he's following the divine example of putting people in need of a miracle, uh, putting people in need of a miracle into a deep sleep before giving them the healing that they need. <sighs> and here's his, here's his justification, okay? Because he's talked himself into this being okay. He says, it started with Master Jesus when he stepped on Peter. 
it was the demonstration of God's power. Just like God made Adam go into a deep sleep, it's a similar thing. God did anything with the, with the body of Adam while he was on the ground in deep sleep. He was not feeling anything. Basically saying that this, this, is, this is good. <laughs> it's this part of the semi-humiliation and uh, everything is, is good. Jesus humiliated Peter. Get behind me, Satan. God knocked out Adam so he could make Eve. It's all good. It's all ultimately good. He says it's important that the fart be near the person's nostrils so that the healing power can enter the body and do its work. After stepping or sitting on the congregants while they are in deep sleep, Penelope claims when the congregants wake up, they say they didn't feel a thing. The man of the cloth said that people who are sick uh, are healed after his fart ritual. This is a thing. This is the thing that's happening on our planet. That doesn't make you just want to go ahead and go die. I don't know. what. <laughs> so, you know, we talked about this yesterday, but apparently, you know, Mila was just trying to bring healing to her class <laughs> last week. That's all it was. <laughs> this is a spiritual experience, teacher. <laughs> don't make me go sit back down in my seat. Right. <laughs> Healing these people of their ailments. <laughs> None of y'all will need to wear masks anymore, though you may want to. Because it stinks. Because of the stinkiness. That's the joke I'm making. That, fart jokes. That is what fart we humor. need. That's we what need we're here more for. people farting it up in public <laughs> so that we can be done. <laughs> Although, I just never, never heard that farts are God's healing power. Yeah. Like, it's 2021. We always say that everything's been done, but maybe there is something new under the sun, y'all. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> our friend Rachel does bring up a really good point. She said, uh, as someone who's farted in public can confirm that farts do not heal. Why are you going to be calling people out by name here up on the show? She said that we can call her Rachel. <laughs> Thank you. She gave us permission. While she's talking Silver about farting in public? That's right. Oh, <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said... <laughs> My bad, friend. Sorry. Brian says, Luther, his son, takes care of that all the time. My son must be full of God's power. Exactly. We are raising some holy children. Holy. Full of the spirit. Full of the spirit. Oh, man. Let's take a break right there. When we come back, it is Junk Food Tuesday. Stick around. And now you know the rest of the story. Growing up, I remember my mom explaining how there were always two sides to every story. As a parent, however, I've learned there are actually three, each person's perception and the truth. I've had far too many sit-down conversations with my kids, hashing out differences of opinions and bandaging hurt feelings, some purposeful, but many usually were not. Almost all scenarios had one thing in common, a misunderstanding. Misunderstandings are common, yet when we're faced with one ourselves, our defenses go up. We view misunderstandings as an invitation to battle. We put our guard up and begin waging war for what we believe to be true or right. 
Before we know it, we've fired unintentional bullets in the direction of someone we care for and are left standing confused by the bloodshed. The late Paul Harvey spent his mornings and some afternoons educating many of us on the full story, taking what everyone thought they knew and then opening our eyes to the peripheral, giving us the rest of the story. How many misunderstandings would be extinguished before explosion if we could just see the rest of the story? In the first chapter of James, we're told, Take note, everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. And Proverbs 19.11 tells us a person's wisdom yields patience. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. When we're quick to listen and take time to know the full story, our hearts are softened to truth. When we choose to put aside our selfishness long enough to view a situation through the lens of someone else's view, whether we agree or not, we diffuse a situation that otherwise could leave devastating effects. There is no misunderstanding worth the loss of a relationship and no story not worth a full investigation through the eyes of grace. Morning show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today on the show, self deprecation and you. And coming up next, it's Junk Food Tuesday. But before we do anything else, I've got five random facts for you. I am Robot Mo. I have five random facts. It's because I could feel a burp <laughs> coming up. Bless me, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, uh, I need the holy gases. <laughs> I do kind of wonder, like, why does it have to be a fart? Why can't it be a burp? For real, right? They're both from the bowels. Yeah. Of your, well, I mean, I don't know. Our burps. I've been told that bowels mean specifically like the intestine, and that I've also been told it's like all your organs. That's the bowels. So I guess burps don't might not necessarily be from the bowels. Ask Alexa, and the pit of your stomach. Brian will let us know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, random facts. During the day, the moon gets as hot as 224 degrees Fahrenheit, but at night, the temperature will drop to negative 243 degrees. Hold on. Well, hold on. During the day. It's only 224 degrees? Fahrenheit, yeah. Uh-huh, during the day. Like my oven gets up to 500. The moon, not the sun. The I'm moon. almost certain you said the sun. No, I said the moon. During Did she the say day. the sun, Twitch? All right, go ahead. The moon makes more sense. <laughs> the largest land animal in Antarctica is an insect similar to an earwig. All right. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, gross me out. Huh? Yeah, they gross me out, too. Dang it. They said you said the moon. Darn it. <laughs> uh, you're not wearing a mask. <laughs> I was right, and you were wrong. Ha, ha, ha. The G on the Green Bay Packers helmet is actually for greatness, not Green Bay. What? They haven't been greatness in a very long time. So, cheesehead burn. Might be time to change it up. That's Uh, stupid, though. (laughs) I agree. I agree. That's legit dumb. It's dog water. That's... (laughs) Garbage juice. <laughs> oh, God. 
Okay. Dogs have a wet nose because they secrete a thin layer of mucus, which actually helps them smell. Yes. Yes. You said secrete and mucus. <laughs> One right after the other, like you don't yep. even care about what you're doing to people. Yep. <laughs> and lastly, the Earth's core as is as hot as the surface of the sun. Did you hear that one? So it's Did only 224 degrees. <laughs> the Earth's core is as hot as the surface of the sun, which is, in fact, hotter than what your oven can get up to. <laughs> uh, <sighs> maybe we need to change up the show a bit. What? Back row with Matt and Hillary. Sounds good. We'll just... <laughs> are your eyes moist are you crying <laughs> no they're not secreting okay. mucus from them oh, gross ah. stop it <laughs> i will never let you leave the show in fact <laughs> one day you will want to leave and it will not be allowed <laughs> it's not happening <laughs> junk food <laughs> tuesday oh mean you're a mean person everybody here saw it too just how mean you are laughing at a sick man (laughs) (laughs) what is today i don't understand (laughs) our monday show is just as weird it's the best day ever we're in in too good of a mood you know we're in such a good mood that we're too happy and we're not taking this seriously because i'm happy (laughs) chris hates that song by the way too Mainly because it was so oversaturated. It was just, we use it too much. So The music video, though, fire. There are not very many times. You've known Chris for a very long time at I this take point. it back. I'm not thinking of the happy music video. I'm thinking of Tacky that Weird Al Yankovic did. That was fire. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know long. You I don't know and Chris Weird Al, you've got to stop listening to Weird Al because you don't know the actual original songs. I you postulate only know. that every version of every song that Weird Al has ever parodied, parodied, he's his is the best one. Again, that's one other way that you and Chris are <laughs> like-minded. But back to what I was saying, you've known Chris for a good long while. Okay, he doesn't get like overly passionate about many things. True. Okay. Happy is one of them. He will get super passionate, super heated in the discussion. About how much he hates it? Because it says, like a room without a roof. It's not a room. If it doesn't have a roof, it's not a room. <laughs> Makes no sense. The entire song is invalid. He, and he like... But he knows the argument about what it means, right? That you're so happy it can't be contained, that the roof is... Well, it's like, you know, when you're happy, they say raise the roof. Raise the roof, right. Yeah. 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 So he understands that. Yes. But it still bugs him. Oh, very much so. Does a room have to have a roof? Yeah, I guess it does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It would be a courtyard if it didn't have a roof. Yeah. Well, that was a weird tangent. <laughs> All these people want to hear about junk food, Mo. Sorry. You're making me talk about Pharrell. Pharrell? Pharrell. <laughs> Pharrell. Will Pharrell. Got it. Uh, (laughs) Coming up soon in stores or spotted already, we got a whole list of junk food that, uh, well, Mo and I love. We love junk food. 
Mm, that's a fact. And we know you do, too. That's why this is one of our most popular segments. Lay's Chili Mango Chips. Let's go. Chili Mango. Sounds good to me. Classic taste of summer. Mm-hmm. Baskin Robbins is serving up Manganadas for a limited time. This frozen dessert is common to Mexican cuisine and combines mango, chamoy, a fruity syrup that includes chilies and salt, and tajin seasoning. You gotta get the in there. It's almost like you're Jewish. Is that too far? Yeah. Jews do that. They, they add in a lot of their, like, that's how you pronounce it. It's not a racist thing. That's how they talk. No, I didn't mean that your <laughs> comment was racist. I meant your was too far. Yeah. Tahin. Key lime pie Kit Kats. Did you try this recently? I thought I saw a photo of it. How good is it? Amazing. Is it good? Uh, I need yeah. to try one. Delicious. I need to try one. Bass Babu. Ba? B. Huh? I almost said Baskin Robbins, but it's Bake Bass sale. Babu. Bake Sale Chocolate Chip Cookie Liqueur. This liqueur clocks in at 40%. Alcohol by volume, is that what ABV mm-hmm. stands for? Mm-hmm. And uh, you'd know. And it's made <laughs> with real chocolate chip cookies. Like it's a liquor made with chocolate chip cookies. Mm. I just put that in there because that's weird and probably mm. cool. I bet it's <laughs> delicious. Speaking of cookies, new Oreo cookie glazed donuts are out now through April, 5th, April 18th at Krispy Kreme. So you've got like a week. So get into it. <laughs> Uh, yes, the actual glaze itself contains Oreo. There are two new donuts featuring the glaze, Oreo cookie glaze donut, uh, which is just, you know, an original glazed donut covered with the Oreo glaze instead. And the, uh, oh, I'm lost in my own paragraph, <laughs> cookie over the top donut, an Oreo cookie glaze donut topped with cookies and cream filling, drizzled with chocolate icing and finished with an Oreo cookie wafer. On top. <clears throat> uh, that was on top for anyone who didn't get that. Getting this diabetes just, just this reading one that. just made me really sad. Why? Oh, because you want one. And we don't have a Krispy Kreme. Yes. It's true. Still. We don't have the best places yet. Nestle chocolate, peanut, caramel, morsels, and more. Which has milk chocolate morsels, peanut halves, and caramel pieces. It's essentially the, the fat man's trail mix. Okay. And there's another version, too. Nestle Hot Fudge Sunday Morsels and More with semi-sweet morsels, mini marshmallows, and waffle cone bits. Mm. Mm -mm. All right. Nest. Oh, I did that one. Icebreakers. Uh Ice cubes, gum, and mints now in snow cone flavor. I believe they already had the gum uh, a previous summer, but now... They also have the mint version. And the snow cone is is the bomb pop, which we've been talking about, that red, white, and blue... uh, like a popsicle, that's Take that's what it tastes. Childhood. That's what it tastes like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shake Shack is releasing a new seasonal menu with a strawberry rhubarb shake, chocolate pudding shake. Uh, I always say pudding like uh, pudding, like Cosby. <laughs> I can't stop. This next word you say chocolate amazingly. Pudding, Ava, avocado, bacon burger, avocado bacon chicken sandwich. Uh, blackberry lychee lemonade, strawberry salted lemonade, and a mango passionade. Pretty sure it's lychee. Is it lychee? I don't know. I do want to know, what does rhubarb taste like? Do you know? Uh, no. Oh. I, don't even, uh, I don't even know what it is. It's a long, stalk-like 
I don't even think it's a fruit. I think technically it's a vegetable. Oh, I know that much. Yeah, I know it's it's like a well, it's like a root vegetable. Yeah. But I just it, they make a it's a stalk of a plant. Thanks, Lark. That's incredibly helpful. <laughs> but what does it taste like? I don't know. They make a pie out of it. Rhubarb pie. That's I know, a thing. But I, they also make a mince meat pie. Rhubarb pie in the summer. Rhubarb pie made by my mother. Five Iron Frenzy. Anybody? Anybody? No? Okay. Uh, yeah. Maybe we should try it. Maybe that should be the taste test one week. We just eat some raw rhubarb and see what No. I actually think you can't eat it raw. Uh, Lark in the chat says, uh, describing the taste is really hard to do. So, again, not super helpful. <laughs> but we love you. <laughs> New and only at Dollar General, Pringles Wavy Deep Fried Pickle okay. Chips. Okay. okay. Hey, we got like $20 Generals up in our town. We got of them so. up in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lark says, I would not suggest raw rhubarb. See? You can eat it, but not uh, not a great life choice. <laughs> My mom has a good rhubarb cookie recipe. What? A rhubarb cookie? What is this plant? Hey, hey, <laughs> that can be on our taste test. Send the recipe to Mo. She'll make us some rhubarb cookies. No, send the cookies made <laughs> to us, and we'll try them oh, as our taste test. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Pillsbury confetti soft baked cookies. I mean, sure, why not? Those might as well exist. Mm -hmm. Chester's poppers, uh, cheddar whirls, and jalapeno cheese whirls. They're, they look like little ninja stars. <laughs> why they exist, I do not know. Especially the, just the normal cheddar one, because there's already cheddar paws, cheddar popcorn, cheddar puffs, cheddar crunchy. You ha We have enough... Cheetos cheese flavored puffed snacks. We don't need a puffed ninja throwing star. You know how many kids are going to be throwing them things? <laughs> no one's going to eat them. They're just going to throw them. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Outshine Simply Indulgent Bars. So Outshine makes those really good fruit popsicles, right? Super dang good. Mm-hmm. Our favorite. Now they got some indulgent burrs. Yeah, I mm. mango. It's it's it looks like like a like a mango and cream type thing, yeah, but like, it doesn't yeah. say mango and cream. Mm -hmm. The mango, strawberry, chocolate, and coffee. Yeah. Are mm -hmm. you nervous about it or I what? I am <laughs> because they do because they do fruit popsicles so well, yeah. and so I'm I'm really especially the chocolate and coffee one. I'm really concerned. Really concerned? Hmm. But, I mean, you know, them, them fruit popsicles are more healthy than the chocolate and coffee popsicles. <laughs> Brian's added, uh, what do you mean just kids throwing them? I know adults that will throw those <laughs> cheddar, cheddar popper whirls as well. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Age is but a number. I mean. Blue Diamond is coming out with extreme almonds. That's right, y'all. Cayenne pepper. Ghost pepper. Carolina Reaper almonds. 14 almonds a day. That's how much you should eat. Now you can have a fun time dying while you do so. <laughs> this will be a taste test in the future at some point. Oh, absolutely it will. Have you ever bitten to a chicken nugget and thought, 
this is good, but I wish it was filled with sausage, egg, and cheese. Heck no. Well, not one. Jimmy Dean has you covered with their new breakfast nuggets. <laughs> They're literally shaped like McDonald's nuggets. They're <laughs> just stuffed with minced up. <laughs> scrambled eggs, sausage, and cheese. Okay, but I will say this. If anybody's going to do a breakfast nugget and do it right, it's going to be Jimmy Dean. Jimmy Dean, that's right. It's, it's going to be Jimmy Dean. Dimmy Jean. Don't get the Dimmy Jean ones, because those ones are going to be straight garbage. <laughs> Jimmy Dean or nothing, y'all. <laughs> the last thing you want to eat on this planet is the knockoff breakfast nuggets. Dimmy Jean. Dimmy Jean. <laughs> Uh, for the gluten-sensitive, DiGiorno has come out with a gluten-free pepperoni and four cheese pizzas for you. Okay. So uh, we have a friend. Way to look out. Who, uh, if you want to eat lackluster frozen pizza, you now can. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, Ballpark is coming out with fully loaded nacho cheese franks. Franks stuffed with nacho cheese. I don't Bite know. Bite into it and nacho cheese oozes out. I don't know. Just not a, no. If I want nacho cheese on my hot dog, I'm going to pour it on top of the hot dog. I don't want it popping out the hot dog. And, yeah. you, and you're cooking it. I'm sure they burst open. You got cheese all burning in your, nah. Nah. Just nah. And take a bite from this end and cheese is going to squirt up the other end. <laughs> Get grandma right in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. That'll be fun. <laughs> Listen, this is your warning. If y'all choose to do that, it's on you, not on us. All right. Next up, McDonald's is testing a new crispy chicken and bacon breakfast sandwich with butter and a honey sauce, which is a direct ripoff of one of Wendy's original breakfast sandwiches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When he swings for the fences, does something nobody else is doing, like, we going to put a croissant sandwich with a fried chicken patty, butter, honey, and bacon on it, and call it a breakfast sandwich. And it's delicious. It's amazing. And now McDonald's is trying to copycat them. Does the copycatting thing ever work for McDonald's? They have tried now on three occasions to copycat Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich. And while I will say that the most recent incarnation is probably the closest, it's still nowhere near. Yeah. Cannon got the chicken sandwich a couple weeks ago and took one bite and was like, this is, this is disgusting. Right. I don't know why I thought this was going to be good because it's not Chick-fil-A. <laughs> it's disgusting. Now I wish I would have just ordered a cheeseburger. Uh, yes, Brian, Chick-fil-A does have a chicken breakfast sandwich, but they don't have a chicken breakfast with bacon and honey butter sandwich. If you want that, you'll have to build it yourself or go to both Chick-fil-A and uh, Whataburger. Whataburger has a chicken sandwich with honey butter for, on a biscuit, but they don't have bacon. Still, this sandwich concoction from Wendy's, I believe, is the first that comes that way. Biscuit. 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 Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Doritos roulette bags are returning this week. Nacho cheese Doritos, but a small number of the chips inside are fiery hot. And you have no idea what you're picking out that bag. That's just fun. I don't think that's fun at all. (laughs) Auntie Anne's is introducing their new pineapple pretzel with chunks of pineapple on top. 
you think about that one? I don't know. I'm processing it. <laughs> um, Chili's is uh, upgrading their molten chocolate cake, giving it a birthday party makeover by adding giant gummy bears and cotton candy fluff. That sounds it. disgusting. Uh, Culver's is releasing the curd burger, which doesn't actually have a burger on it. It is a burger patty sized fried cheese curd on a bun. I mean, just really just like a fried grilled cheese. Gross. You think about it. King's Hawaiian, my favorite rolls on the whole dang planet, are releasing a scented candle that smells like their fresh break rolls. Nope. The one thing, I shouldn't say the one thing, probably the best life lesson my mom ever taught <clears throat> me was to not buy candles that are scented like food. <laughs> Why you just that? don't. Because then you're hungry. Oh, okay. And you're constantly that. trying to fill that craving that you have placed on yourself through the candle and you can't <laughs> unless you have that exact food item. Uh, Rogar says the Midwest and me says that curd burger sounds good. <laughs> burger. Good. Cheese curds. Good. Together. McAll okay. This one's interesting. McAllister's deli is about to release a sweet tea flavored soft serve ice cream. You know, I bet this might actually be pretty good. Could be good. Yeah. yeah. And lastly, Burger King is putting a number of its items on their signature sourdough bread, including French fries, chicken nuggets, onion rings, mozzarella sticks, even chocolate chip cookies. What if you the want. heck? <laughs> what is happening right now? Why are people making things into burgers and sandwiches that aren't supposed to be burgers and sandwiches? A chocolate chip cookie is not meant to be put in between two pieces of sourdough bread. It's not. Dunked in my cup of milk? Sure. <laughs> All right, I got to come clean. <laughs> Everything from the pineapple pretzel down were April Fool's pranks that these companies released. <laughs> okay, but McAllister's really should do soft-serve tea ice cream. That sounds kind of good. I actually would totally eat a curd burger. <laughs> Curd burger, not turd burger. Curd burger. Two very different things. <laughs> I'm being a turd burger by tricking mm -hmm. Mo. Fair. <laughs> Fair. The only one that really offended me, though, was Burger King. And, you know, it's Burger King. So, of course, I was not surprised. But, but I mean, <laughs> the funny thing is, is that we have been doing this for so long. None of those really sounded... Out yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Especially when we compare some of the weird things that we get from other countries. Uh-huh. Anything Pizza Hut's doing oh over there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Oh, my face hurts. We've been laughing too much. Ah. <laughs> okay. Well, we've all been there. We go to pay a compliment to one of our Christian brothers or sisters, and they swat it away like a fly by saying, no, that wasn't me. That was all God. You were trying to be an encourager, but instead you leave deflated because the person you were trying to compliment deflected with unnecessary and even inappropriate self-deprecation so they could feel spiritually superior. Has this happened to you? Uh, yeah. I know I've been on both sides. Like I, uh. <laughs> I've definitely had that happen to me where I comment some uh, compliment someone and they're like it was all God, just all, all glory to God. And then there are times that people have complimented me. I'm like, nah, nah, it sucked. Nah, I didn't do good. <laughs> you know that kind of thing. 
See, but I would rather you be like, mm, that sucked, or you don't have to lie, or really, as opposed to all glory to God. All glory to God. All glory to God, y'all. Couldn't have done it without him. <laughs> so oh, the, the question we're going to be asking is like, why do we do this? Uh, and I think, I think, especially the glory to God thing, I think that starts from a good place. I feel like that there is a point where we realize there is a lot of stuff that we wouldn't be able to do without God. And, and at some point we put like, all of that is just because of God. And while in, in the further sense, that could be true. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't be here without God. Yes. Hard work is also allowed to be recognized. Uh, I, I think it was, uh, John Acuff who brought this up once where he said, uh, next time, I really hope a conversation goes like this. He goes, hey, you did a really good job on that uh, that piano solo. He's like, oh, that wasn't me. That was all God. Oh, okay. So I, I still feel like you did a great job. Well, anybody could have done it because it was all God. I go, oh, okay. So like I could get up there and do that right now? He goes, well, I mean, I I practiced piano for 13 years. Right, but anybody can do it, right? Like, because it's all God, right? It's, it has nothing to do with your skill or your practice. It's it's all God. So I'm going to get up there and I'm going to play the piano. It's going to sound just as good as you, because God's going to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes that understand that helps you understand how ridiculous it is at that point. Sure, God gives you talents. God gives you uh, a predilection towards one skill or another, but it's not like it's not like God lets you wake up with the ability to play guitar with no practice. Mm -hmm. I wish so, you did. That'd be cool. <laughs> it's at that point where it starts to become a "I'm holier than you" thing. Mm -hmm. like, I don't accept praise. It all goes to my Father in heaven. We have a term for that here. <laughs> we actually did a whole. Is it turd burger? Did we already say? <laughs> no. No, that this may have to be the rewind for this week. Our oversaved. I've done the rewind. Oh, whatever. Sorry. Oversaved. <laughs> but next week I can do that. Yeah, oversaved. the oversaved thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. Are we on the same page now? We're on the same page. Okay. Turd burger. <laughs> <laughs> oversaved. Yes. Also equates to oversaved. oversaved. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about self-deprecation self in a wider sense and discuss when it's appropriate and when it is not. Stick around. This week in Nerd History, Metallica seeks to destroy Napster. When Sean Fanning and teenage hacker Sean Parker launched Napster, they wanted to create a way for people to search for files and talk to each other, to build communities around different types of music. However, the expansion of high-speed internet, particularly on college campuses, made the program the perfect solution for students eager to search for and download MP3s for free. Finding rare or even common songs became as easy as typing in a band name or a song title in a search bar. Soon, thousands of people were swapping music files like digital baseball cards, using Napster as the conduit. Naturally, the music industry was not pleased and acted swiftly. In early December 1999, the Recording Industry Association of America sued Napster. Gold Mountain Management's Ron Stone was blunt when he said, it is the single most insidious website I've ever seen. Metallica 
wasn't thrilled with Napster either, especially after discovering an incomplete version of I Disappear that was receiving radio airplay came from the service. Metallica are one of the biggest rock bands in the world, but their April 13th, 2000 lawsuit against the file sharing site Napster became a defining moment of their career. Napster stood its ground in the face of this challenge, as well as a separate lawsuit filed against them by rapper Dr. Dre several weeks later. It also withstood colleges and universities blocking access to the service. However, Harvard, MIT, Stanford, and Duke refused to restrict people on campus from using the service, and plenty of musicians and bands came out in favor of the service, including Public Enemy's Chuck D, Limp Bizkit, and The Offspring. The backlash was immediate and severe against Metallica, perhaps because to bolster their case, the band tracked down 335,000 plus usernames of people they alleged downloaded their music illegally and asked Napster to block them, which the company did. As a result, the lawsuit started being seen as a personal attack against fans or a greedy move, not a matter of principle or a disagreement between businesses. The online music company August Nelson set up a website called paylars.com that MTV reported let fans donate $1 for each officially released Metallica song to make up for all the revenue the band thinks it's losing to online MP3 trading. These suits and a string of them afterwards were the beginning of the end for the original Napster, as less than a year later they would begin complying with a federal court order to end peer-to-peer -peer sharing of copyrighted material. I'm Radio Matt, see you next time for more... Morning show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today, when is it okay to be self deprecating? But first, before we get to the topic of the day, we've got a taste test. Taste test. Uh, now, while our normal audio morning show is the main version of the show, we do record our Tuesday shows on the LTN Twitch channel either the Friday night or Saturday morning before we interact with Twitch, share some bonus stories, and of course, they get to see our taste test live. Visit twitch.ltnonair.com and give us a follow. So I just realized that's, uh, that has said for the last several weeks the LTN Twitch channel instead of the LTN Radio Twitch channel, which are two separate channels. My bad. But so the address will still get us. you there. <laughs> of course, if you don't catch it uh, on Twitch, we will put some of the highlights up and the taste test on our YouTube channel. So follow us there too, youtube.ltnonair.com. Now let's get down to business. <laughs> business. I have the taste test for today yes mo's got the taste test i uh i'm not worried about it and i'm semi-excited also semi-freaked out okay i'm worried about it again i mean there's no reason to be worried about it okay but... i'm not <laughs> you I'm <hot> and cold. you <laughs> yes, yes and, and no, no. <laughs> in and out up and down <laughs> wrong wrong when it's right, right. Black no, when it's white. Let's not go there. <laughs> hey, what's your taste test? <laughs> Mute. <laughs> okay, you like Twizzlers, right? Uh, I, I've, I've been known to get down with some Twizzlers. Okay, because I. Twizzlers. Twizzies? No. no. Twizz it just don't sound right. Twizzlizzies. <laughs> no. Twizzlers. Oh. Nope. Twiz. <laughs> okay. Twizzies. <laughs> Actually, my favorite are the um, the sour stuffed Twizzlers. Okay. They have the cherry and the lemon. 
Okay. And I'm, oh, okay, so, so this really might be up your alley because yeah. I've got key lime what? Twizzlers. What? Are they stuffed or just normal food? They They're look stuffed. What? Yeah. Mm -hmm, I'm yeah. all about it. Yeah. Also, one of these is way more than a couple carbs. But you can only have a bite. Heck no, I'm eating this whole thing. <laughs> All right. This might cause me See, to relapse, right? So I'm... <laughs> the taste test is canceled. Oh, Sorry, friends. I need your word that you're not relapsing. I am not relapsing. Or crossing my fingers. I can totally <laughs> see your fingers. Uh, I'm super excited. I am not held accountable for any decisions <laughs> Matt makes from here on out. Post okay, so here's the thing. I'm not a Twizzlers fan. Really? Yeah, I don't care for Twizzlers. Are you a Red Vine family? I don't like <laughs> you don't Twisted like... Candy, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. It's just not my jam. <laughs> but I love Key Lime. Love Key Lime. Yeah. So I I was I was intrigued. The, the innards are yellow. Or is that just the light we're in? And all okay, I mean, I can smell white. I can smell key lime. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Well you're not eating it. Are you ready? <laughs> See, I mean, this is why I don't like Twizzlers. It's too sticky. Hmm. I was expecting more. How big of a bite did you take? Oh. Hold it up. Oh, look, the looky there. <laughs> oh, okay, it got a little bit better at the end. I was expecting a little bit more of the lime sourness. It's not sour. And it only hits a bit at the at end. At all. Which doesn't make sense with the filling then, because the filling ones are sour. The cherry and the lemon are both sour, and those are the only filling ones that I'm aware of. So why would they make another filling one, especially one that's lime-based, and then not have a sour, more of a sour bend to it? Okay. Second bite, I'm getting more sour, but I think that it's just because we it's... We talking about? <laughs> no, oh. because it's sour upon sour. It's not that the middle of the Twizzler has any more sour than the... Yeah. Look, he's not even going to finish it, guys. Not. Bummer. I will, though. Bummer. Not his. <laughs> <There you go>. <laughs> <laughs> so. Wow. Such a disappointment for me. If you like Twizzlers. Well, I'm not going to put my. And you like. There. I'm sure you're going to eat those. <laughs> I won't, but Topher did request that I bring them home. Yeah, yeah. So Two if points. you like Twizzlers and you like Key Lime. I mean, they're not bad. Give it a try. I yeah. Just, I just, yeah. It just wasn't good enough jam. for Matt to be thrown completely out of keto, not which is jam. a good thing. Yeah. Everybody give Matt a hand. I can uncross my fingers. This that will was not really cause good a relapse. Self-control. Except it might, because now I just want the, the ones I was thinking of, the lemon and cherry ones. Mm. No, nah, they won't. We're fine. Moments passed. Last segment. <laughs> Moments passed. The moment has passed. Last segment, we talked about over-spiritualizing self-deprecation a bit. But now let's kind of open that up a bit uh, and talk about all forms of self-deprecation. Uh, when is it appropriate? When is it detrimental? So I feel like you might have been ramping up to something towards the end of that uh, last segment. 
Did you want to start this conversation up? I don't remember what I said. <laughs> okay, well, I let's really just don't. let's just re- reset. When do you think it's appropriate and when is it detrimental? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Such a good talk show we have here in the <laughs> All right, let's start let's start with the list I have then. <laughs> so, I believe self-deprecation is is uh, appropriate in terms of of modesty like this is this is where that line was drawn that we were kind of talking about in the last segment between it was all god's doing or god put me in this opportunity but i still had to work for it kind of thing Mm -hmm. and so there is a level of modesty you can be at saying that yeah, I, I worked hard for this, and I practiced a lot, or whatever the case may be that you're getting the compliment for. Uh, but at the same time, I wouldn't have been able to do it without God's help. Mm-hmm. I think that's a perfect, perfect use of slight self-deprecation. Like, that's not taking all the glory for yourself. Can I admit something to you? You may. I was trying to figure out how in the world you were going to spin modesty into self-deprecation in the form of the way someone dresses. <laughs> you look awful. Thank you. Yeah, I was, yeah. <laughs> I was very confused. Very confused. Oh, man. I mean, if you saw me without a shirt, you'd know what self-deprecation was. <laughs> That's why I don't go to the pool. Here we go. Actually, I do go to the pool, and I take my shirt off, and everyone else just has to deal with it. The pool just, is his in-laws' in backyard. Just sit his, there his and in-lards. let it happen to you. My in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> that would be rude if they were overweight. <laughs> I just want you to know that. <laughs> They're not overweight, so that's okay. I didn't mean it. I promise. You and your in-laws over there. <laughs> That's a great insult. How has that never been used? <laughs> We've never heard that on TV somewhere. Oh, man. Hanging out with the in-large tonight? <laughs> yeah, just throwing back a couple dozen chocolate chip cookies. You know how we do. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. What are we talking about? I don't know. I don't know what's going on anymore. Self-deprecation. Uh, <laughs> all right. Criticism. Um, okay. So there is a, a, a situation where, how do I put this? Okay. Let me talk about my, my, my uh, example that I was talking about. The last time I remember this happening was actually when I was working at Wiener Schnitzel back in high school. Uh, and this is when I became, um, this is when I became more aware of how I respond to compliments. Mm. So I had someone tell me that, <laughs> I see Brian's comment. <laughs> I have been holding my laugh in. I'm like, why are you trying to laugh right here? <laughs> <laughs> I've been Brian, dying Brian over the, here. Brian in the Twitch chat was was continuing on the enlarged things and they made chocolate chip cookie sandwiches on sourdough bread. 
Yep. It's a fact. <laughs> That's good. Anyway, I remember uh, someone like pulling me aside at work saying, dude, you look, you look like you've lost some weight. You're looking really good. And I was like, no, nah, I haven't. I've gained some actually. Like, no, I'm serious. You look, you look a lot better. I'm like, well, whatever. Thanks. I guess. And, and I could see like his face kind of sink. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't say anything, but I could just hear it in his mind of, I was trying to pay you a compliment mm-hmm. and you have been a jerk mm-hmm. because you don't want to accept it. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, it was at that point where I realized I've, I've got to just accept compliments. People are going out of their way to be nice. I need to accept it. Even if I don't agree with it, I need to accept it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, <laughs> when someone is giving you a compliment and you're criticizing your own self as being uh, not worthy of it, that's a terrible thing. Not not so much just the fact that you're insulting the person that's trying to compliment you, but it's also reinforcing in your own mind what you really think, which is often opposed to reality. Mm-hmm. Because you tend to be a lot harder on yourself uh, than you realize. And that can... I don't like to use the term shame spiral <laughs> because it's such a buzzword, but that is essentially what happens. You You just continue to spiral in that that uh, mental self-deprecation. Like mm-hmm. after you have already self-deprecated yourself to reject a compliment, you keep that going in your brain. Yeah. To where you fully believe it. You believe you're, you're scum. You're not worthy of love. You're not good at anything. You'll never be good again. You'll never lose weight. You'll never do well. You'll never learn anything. You'll never uh, get married. <laughs> All these things. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's just, that leads to depression. I mean, that's, 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 that's a root of depression right there. Is the unwillingness to accept a compliment. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, there are other times when uh, there are other times when self-deprecation can be healthy. In that, if I were to have gotten that compliment and believed, still like I believe that now I'm, I'm not doing all that well. But instead accepted it and realized that, number one, people are paying attention to me and care about me. That would have, in turn, helped me realize, oh, maybe maybe it does matter that I try and get healthier. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, 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 it's a, a realization that the world's paying attention. And not in a way that it's judging me, but in a way that it cares about me. And so while I can still say, I appreciate that, uh, I'm not where I want to be, but uh, it's, it's nice to have a compliment. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different mentality. It's the same response, really, uh, in your own mind. You're still thinking the same thing, but you're accepting the kindness that the person's giving you, and it's using you to fuel you to be better instead of spiraling and winding up worse. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I do know what you mean. Uh, the next thing on my list is humor. Now, I think self-deprecating humor is the best humor. Sometimes. <laughs> Explain what you mean. You haven't been talking a lot. 
Well, I have things to say about each each thing. Are you just going <laughs> to wait to say end? about each thing? Yeah, because you know it's written right here. Mo. Dot dot dot. Well, no, I just put you under <laughs> everything I'm going to talk about. I'm not going to put a mo dot 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 after every point. <laughs> okay. So jump as in. Far as humor is concerned, I feel okay. Are you ready? You, you ready for okay? this? You ready for this? Yeah. Okay, because so my my dad. And we've talked about this before. When I say my dad, I mean my stepdad, because he's the one that raised me. So my stepdad, um, when he and my mom split up, he started dating a girl. And she she was overweight. And she typically didn't put a lot of pride into how she looked. Mm. Okay. Um, which, honestly, I can understand. Because when you don't feel good about your body, you don't feel good about yourself, then it's really hard to put effort into the way that you look. Okay. Okay. But one day in particular, she had taken some extra time and was, I had never seen her look the way that she was looking, was wearing makeup. She had actually done her hair was very pretty. Okay. And so I told her, Hey, you look really good today. And she said, yeah, okay. Like a fat cow. And to which I was like, what do I say to that? She immediately laughed about it. She thought it was a joke. She was using it as a sense of humor Mm. in her own regard, but it wasn't funny to me. And there are times when you, my friend do the same thing. And I'm like, it's not funny. I don't know what to say after this, Matthew. (laughs) I'm I'm not supposed to laugh. (laughs) That ain't the right thing to do. But I'm not going to be like, your joke is dumb either. (laughs) So while it may be almost like a survival mechanism. Yeah. Using humor to kind of soften the blow, if you will. I can't think of anything else to say. Right. Um, I understand what you're saying. Uh, And I do do agree that there's probably a fine line. Yeah. Um, And... To a degree that that can be harmful too. I can see that, especially in the story that you shared. Yeah. That sounds like her just expressing what she really thinks about herself. Yeah. Not necessarily taking something that's uh, just sort of a flaw or lightly like poking at a joke. Yeah. But just all out, she doesn't really think that it's possible for her to look pretty. Right. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so that in and of itself is laughable. And uh, I understand that. And, and, I, and I do agree that you got to kind of watch out for that. Mm-hmm. And I have been in that boat, too. For, for truly and honestly, most of my life, fat jokes have not bugged me at all mm-hmm. because I am aware I live in my body. <laughs> I, I understand that I'm overweight and I have been my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of the time it really doesn't bug me. And sometimes I play into it. Uh, I had a, I, I thought about this the other day. I have a, uh, a DJ name that I've had since, uh, junior high school, which is fatty McButterpants. That's my, that's my DJ name. And I love it. I think it's hilarious, but there are also times when I've realized that, a joke will be made that will just hit me different. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they were, they were being, you know, serious or meaning to hurt me or anything. It just hit me different in that moment. 
mm-hmm. and it made me really realize that uh, sometimes I'm not okay with it. Yeah. I kind of go back and forth with it. And I think it really comes down to who who initiates it. If I'm the one that's initiating the fat jokes, then mm-hmm. I'm absolutely fine with it. But if it kind of comes out of left field mm-hmm. at me mm-hmm. without without my participation, mm-hmm. that's when it kind of, oh, I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it does it does start to work with your self-esteem. Mm-hmm. But what I'm more talking about is like we have the group. We have the Back Row Baptist Church group. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I try and push is that we're, we're, we more want self-deprecating humor, not necessarily just at you, but at the, uh, you know, we want to poke fun at, at Christianity, at ourselves, at the way we, we act in church culture, mm-hmm. uh, not making fun of Jesus or anything. We're just, you know, there's, there's a line, there's a line there too. But we, what I'm, what I'm saying is I don't want to be posting a whole bunch of jokes, making fun of atheists. And how dumb they are. I don't want to pose a whole bunch of jokes making fun of, of uh, evolution or, you know, all these kind of things that that's more outward. Yeah. We're being mean to people that aren't in on the joke. Yeah. That's not what I want. I want people that are in on the joke to be making jokes. And so I want it to be focused on our culture. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff funny about our culture. Baptist jokes about potlucks are never not funny. Funny. They're always funny. That's what I meant to say. Uh They're always funny. (laughs) That's the kind of stuff that I want. Uh, Do Baptists live on nothing but potluck food? No. But we (laughs) over-exaggerate. We we over-exaggerate. Exaggerating is already... uh, We exaggerate for humor. And that's good. And that's a good thing. And it does poke fun at our culture. Um, And in that term, it is self-deprecating. But it's not hateful. It's not meant to be anyway. And that's one of the banes of that group is I have to kick people out who are hateful. Um, but yeah, I mean, you just got to you gotta roll with the punches sometimes. And there will be times that you don't like a religious joke or whatever and you get offended for your specific doctrine. But I would say in 90% of those cases, it's because you're taking things a little bit too seriously. Mm-hmm. And you need to lighten up a little bit. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this leads in directly to what my last point here is. And it's exactly what happened with your story with uh, the girl your, your, your father was dating. Mm-hmm. If you hear someone who is constantly putting themselves down, especially unprompted, mm-hmm. that's a warning sign that something's up. That's a warning sign that they're dealing with depression or just have very low self-esteem. And those two things often lead to the worrisome things, either uh, addictions or thoughts of suicide, things of those nature. And so if you see someone who is constantly like that, you should consider taking up a little bit extra uh, checking in on that person and uh, a little bit more love and care. Mm-hmm. Because those are the people that might not even realize that they need more people paying them compliments, even if they're not going to accept them, (laughs) because they're going to spiral before they know. Yeah. They're going to spiral before they realize that they've let that get out of control. Mm -hmm. And now they're going to feel like they can't get out of it. Yeah. 
So befriend those people. That's one of the things that uh, I remember also doing in high school. It's like there were people that were like out outcast kind of people. Me and, and Bubba and, you know, a few other people, we would try and make it our goal to bring those people into our group. Because those are the people that, those are the people that make jokes about themselves. Mm-hmm. You can see they hit different. You can hear it in their voice. Those, those self-deprecating jokes hit much different. Mm-hmm. They're the ones exactly like you're talking about that make you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not supposed to laugh at this. Yeah. And you know that. You can tell. That, oh, this isn't okay. This isn't funny. You shouldn't be saying stuff like that. Those are the people you need to hang out with. I did go to high school with Bubba Lark, yes. Um, he owes me at least a couple hundred dollars from high school, from junior high. <laughs> uh, we're on Twitch, and they're interacting with us here. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, this is a loose discussion on this, really, but... There are times when self-deprecation is good, other times when it's not. And uh, it's never really appropriate to just say, uh, God did everything and I didn't have a hand in nothing. Unless that's actually true. Unless anybody could do it because God would do it for you. <laughs> Mo, not everybody can do what you do on the show. Right now, I'm pretty sure anybody could do what I am currently doing, which is just, si- just, which is just sitting here. So here's the thing. I'm coming at it from a, a different perspective. Please, a yes. perspective that you slightly touched on. All right. Bring slightly. Bring when you were talking angle. about um, the person who paid you a compliment and how you saw on his face just the... Mm. Ca- I think like, I know where you're going, yeah. Kind of like the... Sunkenness. Yeah. Okay. Deflected. Dejected. So I've had this happen several times, but there's one time in particular that I really, really remember that has really stuck with me. I don't know if you remember it or not, but I paid a compliment to John Berkey. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. One Sunday after, after worship. And he had just felt like it was the worst the worst worship set ever. He felt like he bombed it. It was awful. It was not. It was really good. And so I, after church, I could kind of see that he was just kind of feeling, Ugh, you know, his shoulders were kind of slumped forward. Well, and I had been feeling the whole time like, man, that was so good. That was such a good worship service. And so I went up to him and I said, hey, John, I just want you to know that was really good. That was really good. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And said a few more words because he's not a man of few words, but said a few more words. I don't remember what they were, um, but left me feeling like that guy mm. that paid you the compliment. Why did I even bother? To the point to where I'm standing there and I'm like. <sighs> it's almost like you're getting berated. Yeah. You're trying to be nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And so I walked away and I was immediately frustrated and I was like, why, why did I even say anything in the first place? I got to let him go home and just kick himself and be upset with the worship set that he did. And it was, it would have been fine. Why did I have to say anything? But then I realized, you know what? It's okay for me to call him out on this. Mm. And so I went back in the sanctuary and I said, Hey, come here. I want to tell you something. So he came out into the fellowship hall to where nobody else could hear because I'm not that person. 
Listen here, John. <laughs> and I was like, listen, one, I felt that it was a really great worship service. I'm not going to tell you things that I don't mean. I'm not that person. I don't say things just to say them. Two, it was really hard for me to come up and say something in the first place because it is awkward to just come up to somebody, whether you know them really well or not. Mm-hmm. It is awkward to give somebody a compliment. I don't know why. But it, really it does shouldn't take, it be. does take it does take fortitude. Yeah. yeah. But it's awkward. It takes a special effort. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, I will not give you any more compliments if this is how you're going to receive them. And he just kind of looked at me and he was like, but I just don't really feel like, and I said, well, you don't feel like it was a good worship set, but in my heart, I felt like it was a good worship set. And furthermore, I felt the need to come tell you that it was good, which to me is God saying, God prompting me, go tell him, Yeah, you know, and for you to stomp on it and question it and downplay it, you're stomping on and questioning and downplaying the compliment that I believe God gave me to give to you. Yeah. So when we think about it in that regard, when we think about a compliment, um, not just being kind of fluff, not just being somebody wanting to start conversation or just throwing words around, because I really don't know many people who do that on a regular basis. There aren't people who make habits of just walking up and being like, Hey, you look great today. Hey, like your hair. You know what I mean? And sometimes, sometimes those people get a little creepy when you do that. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Because we all inherently know compliments should be kind of hard to get. Yeah. <laughs> Can't just be throwing them out willy-nilly like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but also, I was about 18 years old when my grandmother revealed to me that I couldn't receive compliments. mm that I had a very difficult time receiving compliments. And my Nana was the type of woman who was very complimentary. She would always look for the good and the positives and she would seek out those, those things to build you up, to make you feel good. Yeah. You never left from a conversation with her feeling crappy about yourself. Hmm. But apparently for my entire childhood, I could not receive those compliments. She would tell me things and I I couldn't receive them. And it wasn't until I was 18 that she was like, you know what? This really bugs me about you. You need to be able to receive compliments. (laughs) If you don't believe it, just say thank you. That's all you have to say. Walk away. Mm -hmm. All you got to do. Yep. And about this time is when I met Chris and we started dating. And I think maybe the third time that he met my Nana, my Nana said, listen, if you pay her a compliment and she says anything to you except for thank you, you call me and you tell me. <laughs> and so every time that Chris would give me a compliment and I'd be like, oh, whatever, he's, I'm gonna call your Nana. <laughs> Don't make me call Nana. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call your Nana. I got her on speed dial. She's number one. Right. <laughs> and for me, that really was a good, like they call it like we have safe words, you know, that was like a good word to like, or no. a good sentence. no. No, no, no. Seriously? Don't do this. Okay, no. Listen to me. Hold on. You go there. I think safe word and our safe, we have a safe word in our family for when our children feel uncomfortable in a situation, when they're hanging out with friends or they're at school and they feel unsafe, they text a word to us and that is our family's safe word. Seriously? Okay. (laughs) Good grief. I'm I can't sorry. say anything. You Google safe I word, I'm going to tell you what the number one definition is. I'm be. sure, but that's because people 
are stupid, okay? Good grief. <laughs> I'm sorry. There goes safe my story, word. like no, right out, right out your, the door. In your in your uh, 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 situation nope. there. Nope. So uh. it just kind of was like a, a a opposite of trigger. It kicked me in the right direction. Okay. Whatever. There. Good triggering. Thing. I'm done talking. <laughs> no, you're the best. You're the best co-host I could ever have. Good grief. Accept the compliment. I'm going to call your name. You can't. She's dead. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Dang. It's true. It's got morbid up in here. <laughs> hey. <laughs> we're going to end it right there. <laughs> we're going to take one more break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're going to answer a question you've been dying to ask us. I'm sure. I'm not. Stick around. What up, my nerds? We here at Love Thy Nerd are beyond honored that you let our podcast blast in your earbuds each week. But we're also a jealous ministry who wants even more of your love and devotion. If you haven't made LTN Radio a part of your daily routine yet, you are missing out. Not only do you get to hear our exclusive morning shows, Church Nerds and the Macro Morning Show, before they are put on the website, but you also get radio-exclusive shows like Bible Thump with Drew Dixon, LTN Rewind, Faith and Fandom 180 with Hector Mirai, The Moment with Megan Moe Oaks, Nerd History, Nerdy Definitions, This Week in Nerdy News, and our LTN specials as well. And on top of all that, the rest of our airtime is jam-packed with the absolute best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie that is hand-curated by Love Thy Nerd, just for you. Give us a listen at ltnonair.com or download the Live 365 app on your smartphone to search and favorite LTN Radio. Thanks, and enjoy the rest of the show. morning show as things are winding down for the day. But first, we're going to answer an Ask Us Anything question from Twitch. This one actually comes from Brian's son, Luther. He wanted to ask us, what's our favorite type of cookie? Am I answering first so that we can make sure I don't say anything inappropriate? (laughs) All the cookies. (laughs) I like them all. Give Every me some cookie. now, please. <laughs> if I had a cookie now, I would not be able to talk. Which could be a good thing. What's your real favorite kind of cookie? Oatmeal raisin. Oh, right. You said that recently. It's my favorite There's cookie. There's not another cookie better than that for you? It's my favorite. It is my favorite. Kara's mom makes the best oatmeal raisin cookies. Hmm. To the point to every time we go to Kara's house, I beg her <laughs> to make them. Please. Please. I just want an oatmeal raisin cookie. <laughs> so I have a very specific favorite cookie, and I'm very upset at our Albertsons here. Okay, but see, you can't say like a no. Mm. You don't even know what I'm doing. You can't say like chips ahoy. No, 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 no,
Albertsons all across the 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 the, the continental U.S. I don't know how far they extend, but <laughs> Albertsons does have their own bakery where they make cookies. And normally, store bakery cookies are garbage, but for some reason, at Albertsons, most Albertsons, including the one that we're we're at, you know, we have here that stopped used to make. A chocolate chip cookie that also had M&M's in it. And that doesn't sound great. That doesn't sound fantastic or special or, or, or knock your socks off good. But for some reason, they were amazing. They just tasted amazing. I could eat an entire bag. What? Are they monster cookies? Is that what's going No, okay. no. Monster has a, a couple other weird chunks in it. Okay. Um but I guess they're closer than a normal chocolate chip cookie. Uh, but I, just, I don't know. There's something about it. It's kind of like the, it's a, kind of the same way how I am with like Reese's. Like since they started putting Reese's pieces in the Reese's, why make normal Reese's anymore? That's what I say. That's what I say. That's what I say. I say I say. That's what I say. Why they even making them anymore? Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's it's that same thing uh, in my head for some reason. It just gave it a, a kick, and I needed it and. Then our Albertsons stopped making them, and I thought that they just all stopped making them. And then I went to an Albertsons in Albuquerque, and they're still making them, and that made me upset because now I know it's a choice that this store made. Okay, I got a couple things to say. I'm sorry about your cookie. <laughs> say thank you. <laughs> Wait, Jake, a compliment? That wasn't a compliment. <laughs> It's like you were taking the blame for something not your fault. It's no, like it's because I cut you off. And I got a couple things to say. Okay. And then I felt like the need to I, let you know that I, got you. I did hear everything that you said. <laughs> okay. A couple things. Uh, so Brian says that oatmeal raisin cookies are the reason that he has trust issues. They look too much like chocolate chip cookies. Is that a... Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Is that like a famous line yes. from something? Okay. Because... Yes. Chris says the exact same thing verbatim. Really? And so when I read it, I was like, whoa. <laughs> See, I'm of, I'm of the opinion they do not look like at all. I, I mean, agree. they're the same color, but they do not look the same. I agree. Be- especially because a chocolate chip cookie, the dough of the cookie is more smooth, whereas yeah. an oatmeal raisin you cookie. You can clearly see texture with yeah. oatmeal cookies. Exactly. Um, oatmeal raisin and chocolate chips. An oatmeal raisin and chocolate cookie. Oatmeal, oatmeal scotchies. What's an oatmeal scotchy? It's got butterscotch up in there. Okay. I would try that. But Brian also says that his favorite is an iced, iced oatmeal, oatmeal cookie, which don't make no sense to me. I just got to be honest. I mean, you well, don't like, like oatmeal raisin. raisin. I guess. Yeah, I guess he doesn't like the raisin. That was a discussion we were having before. It's like I I love a lot of. Like pacers or whatever, but they typically have raisins in them, and I don't want the raisin part. Like I like cinnamon swirl bread, but they always put raisins in it. Mm. I like oatmeal cookies, but there's always raisins in the fresh baked ones. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't like but raisins. You, but you like raisin bran cereal? Yes, because the raisins in that are not like cooked. They're not hot, gooey raisins. They're cold. Chewy raisins, which I you enjoy. You let the cookie cool before you eat it. Yeah, but then it's, the consistency's already changed at that point. Right? I'm so confused by you. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> but the last thing I wanted to address 
You were talking about Reese's Pieces? Yeah. Do you remember when I called them Reese's Pieces? I sure did. And you had to correct me? Yeah. <laughs> it just makes me kind of chuckle. A lot of every people time. do. <laughs> to this day, whenever I that's look why at they, it. The reason why is because of your justification. <laughs> so that's why it's Pieces. That's why they call them Reese's Pieces. No, it's Reese's. You were uh -huh. like, it's pronounced Reese's. Like Reese's Pieces. What's a PC, Mo? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. You could have seen the light bulb go off over my head in that very moment. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Rogar here. That's how he says it. Oh, no, no, no. That was Lark. Lark says Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. Yeah. So now whenever... And I've been on a Reese's kick recently. <sighs> me too. I mean, a recent Reese's kick. That's been the big thing that's been causing me to mess up my keto diet. This is dang Reese's everywhere. Man, so good. <sighs> so good. The fast break and <sighs> oh, just. Oh my gosh. I remember in high school and I don't know why they did this. I don't know if the vending machines were not selling them or what, but one day they came into our lunchroom with like. Giant moving boxes full of fast break candy bars. And this was back when they were still in a blue wrapper, like when they were first yeah. coming out. Mm -hmm. And they just, I had like 10 of them. I left with 10 Reese's fast break bars. And they were dang good. And the take five. Oh, that one's good too. Take five. Yeah. The, See, the Reese's take five. Okay. So, you know what, Luther, you got like a double answer here. For the question that you asked and question that you didn't know you asked. <laughs> favorite cookie and favorite candy. Oh, Reese's. The outrageous bar. All of them. Oh, just listen. It, oh. Any Reese's. At this oh. point, if it's just a plain Reese's or plain Reese's pieces, I don't want it. Right? Yeah. I but, need the combo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but honestly, I, I'm of the opinion that like Oreos and, and Lay's and Mountain Dew, they should all chill out with the new flavors. I don't care that Reese's is essentially just remaking the same thing over and over again like Taco Bell does. Keep them coming. Yeah, because everyone <laughs> tastes slightly different and so much better. Even OK, so listen, I even tried the marshmallow top. The, yeah, Cup. yeah, the, the mallow top one. Yeah. And while it wasn't amazing, definitely haven't bought a second one. It was still good. Yeah. It was good. It Even was a yummy. bad Reese's is good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there you go. You're happy again, too. Mm -hmm. Thinking about Reese's. Yeah. And then I go back to thinking about the last segment, and I'm like, hmm. Why do I do this? Why do I do this? Hey, Mo, let's end with our verse for the day. Verse for the day is Proverbs twenty nine twenty five. The fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. See, Mo, you're safe. I'm, I'm, I also can't Don't read because I destroyed my paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. we got amazing articles on all things nerdy as well as this show, LT and Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission to become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, specifically with LT and Radio, please visit lovethynerd.com slash partner and choose LT and Radio from the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization. 
And your gift is tax deductible. Follow us on all the socials at at the back row LTN, at LTN on air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And the Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, at least for the time being, Back Row Baptist <laughs> Church. So search us out and join in on the fun. Uh, that was a weird noise. Lastly, remember that we air first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNonair.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, find the Back Row Morning Show podcast version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. All that helps us out immensely. We'll be back tomorrow morning, and we hope you will, too. Mo, final thought. I'm just now realizing that I always have trouble reading for one regard or another. <laughs> Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. Aww.